So the big question is this, how do investors like us get access to the ideas, information, and most importantly, the right people that give us the tools and information we need to make informed and educated decisions to have success? That is the question, and this podcast will give us the answers. This is Mark Moss, your host. Let's get this started. Welcome to another episode of the Market Disruptors Podcast. We are all about extracting value from some of the best and brightest minds out there in the blockchain cryptocurrency space. I'm talking about the builders, the developers, the engineers, and the investors. Now, I've always believed that success leaves clues. Now, that means that we find other people that are successful. We find out what they did to be successful. We do about the same things and we should achieve about the same results. It's one of the reasons why I'm such a huge reader. I believe that reading is a, is a way to hack um, knowledge of other successful people and bring that into our own lives. And we want to learn from other people instead of having to try and figure this out on our own. And the Market Disruptors podcast is all about that, taking the biggest and brightest minds, hacking them, learning uh, what we can extract from them, and then giving it to you so you have an unfair advantage over the rest of the industry. Now, most people don't have access to people like this to ask them the questions, right? Most Most investors are out there on their own just working on their own, trying to figure things out. And and there's a lot of noise in the space. Now, if you spend any time on social media, you know, you're on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, whatever, there's so much noise. What I mean, just so many different people's opinions. And a lot of people seem really smart, right? Uh, you read their, their Medium article, you read their tweet storms, and they make a very compelling case. But then you find people that are on the exact opposite side, and it gets really hard to cut through the noise, find out what is true, find out what you should really be paying attention to. And part of the reason why that's hard is because you're not sure who has the credibility, right? Most of these people, especially on Twitter, are anonymous. Uh, they might have a random image or, or animal as their um, avatar, and you don't even know who they are. You don't even know how credible they are. And so it makes it really hard to discern that. So if you could sit down with the people who are actually doing it, people who have experience, people who are building, people who are investing huge amounts of money, you feel a little bit better about the information you can get. But of course, like I said before, it's hard to get access to that. So that's what this platform is. We are getting those people. We are bringing them here. We are extracting that information and asking them the questions you wish that you could ask or the questions that you should ask if you had the opportunity. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. So that, like I said, you can have an unfair advantage in the markets. Now, so far, we've had um, eight amazing guests, and we have learned so much from them already. Now, we've had um, we've had guests that were on a, a wide range of topics. We had Crypto Beatles from Monarch Wallet, and we learned all about how to store cryptocurrencies. We learned about wallet storage. We learned about safety, and those are all super important things. Now, I've been on the internet for a really long time. I started my first e-commerce business in 2001 at the bottom of the dot-com crash, which was a, a bad time to start, but I, I guess I have a history of being uh, investing and building through the bear markets, but you know, I've been on the I've been on the internet ever since. I've been on, involved in online business ever since. And the reason why I say that is because um, I believe that my security and my knowledge of, of you know these types of technologies and interface things are pr is pretty high. Definitely much higher than the average person. And I've had problems. I've had problems with storing my crypto. I've had problems with my security. I've had my wallet hacked, and I've lost 
a lot of coins a lot. Um, and I've lost my keys. I mean, I have had these problems. And so this is a super important topic. And we really get into the, the wallet, the storage, the safety. And so those are super important things. Hopefully you got a lot out of that. And then we talked to um, someone. We really went outside the box, or, or I should say we went outside the crypto ecosystem. And we went and sat down with the, uh, what I call the mind of a champion. Now, in order to become a champion, you have to have a certain mindset. And we went and sat down with UFC legend Kenny Florian. Now, again, he's outside the crypto ecosystem for the most part, except for he is an investor in cryptocurrencies. So he is super into cryptocurrencies. And part of the reason why is because he was old enough to see the internet um, investment opportunities. Um, he's a he's a college graduate. He's a super smart. He invests in businesses. <laughs> Excuse me. He invests in businesses. He invests in real estate. And he has been actively invested into cryptocurrencies. And he has an amazing take on this. And again, like, how does a champion think? Like, what is it that, that is that has um, shaped the way that they live their life or think that's really led to that success that he's had over and over and over in the UFC, you know, in college, in wrestling, in the UFC, in other types of investments. And there's a lot of really good nuggets that we get out of that. And so um, I think it's a really good interview and, and hopefully everybody listened to that. And then we learned about the case for why Bitcoin. Now, um, a lot of times people ask me all the time, like, what should I say to somebody new who doesn't really understand this? And, you know, what I see most times is people are trying to explain the technical side of Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. Um, what a blockchain is, how blocks attach to one another, what the consensus mechanism is, you know, all these types of things. But that's what right that's the that's like the features that that's how it works it's not why we need it or why we should use it and i believe that's the most compelling case um you know most people just take the internet for granted and if you were going to explain to someone oh you should get on the internet because you can get email and you can watch videos on youtube right you're not explaining how the internet works. You're not saying, well, you take your computer and you hook it up to a cord and then that cord hooks to a router and that router goes to your ISP and like somehow it digitizes this packets of data and it sends them through a transmission line and then a computer decodes that packet. Like, you don't get into that. Nobody cares about that. That's the last thing anybody needs to know or cares about. It really comes down to why. Why should I use the internet? Like if you went to your grandma, right? Maybe she's not very technically savvy. You said, Grandma, I want you to get this internet thing so we can FaceTime each other, right? So you're giving her a compelling reason why. And that's what I believe that we need to be focusing on with the blockchain, with cryptocurrency, with Bitcoin is why. Right now, it's such in the early um, stages that we really need to focus on the compelling reason why. Um, because at this point, it's not really that usable, to be honest. And, and I see everybody that's just, um, you know, they don't have the patience. And everybody really wants it to be further along than it is. Uh, everybody wants to be able to go out and um, use it as money today. And there's not enough merchants accepting it and, and things like that. Or they want it to be a stable store of value, but it's too volatile. And, and they don't have the patience to understand that. And if we could be true believers into the why we want this to happen, I think it helps take all that out. So we got into it with Ben Swan and we talked about the case for Bitcoin or why Bitcoin. And really it's about censorship resistant. And to me, that's the number one benefit. It's censorship resistant, meaning that nobody can stop it 
Nobody can block it, prevent it. So I can hold my wealth, my value, and not just money, but value. And we'll talk about that later. Uh, but my value is, is many different things. Could be my information, but could be my money. And no, no bank, no government can seize it, you know, can freeze it can stop it. If I want to send it to you, nobody can block that or prevent that from happening. It's censorship resistant. Now, uh, if you're in the U.S., a lot of times people don't really understand the benefit of that. If you're from other countries, you do because bank accounts get um, taken and seized all the time, right? We've seen um, from uh, an example like in Cyprus where they just took, you know, up to 50% of bank deposits. Um, or we've seen them in more corrupt countries where um, they've just taken all the bank deposits. Um, we've, But in the United States, uh, thousands and thousands of bank accounts get seized every year. Um, and we prevent people from using their money. So, for example, um, people that wanted to support Julian Assange from the United States weren't able to send him money until he took cryptocurrencies. Um, so that's what I'm talking about, my censorship resistant. Um, and again, in the U.S., sometimes you don't realize why you need that. But today, right now, the last couple of days, I should say, we've seen in Hong Kong where we've had these massive protests and people are out there with trying to find their privacy, trying to use cash because the cash is um, censorship resistant. They haven't been using their cards to participate in these protests. And so Ben Swan really gets into um, why censorship resistant is important, really what's going on with the information. So he really digs into um, the censorship of the press, um, the deplatforming of all types of people on both the right and the left. When I say deplatforming, I'm talking about uh, people actually getting you know kicked off of YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, etc., and it's not just right-wingers, it's left-wingers too. It's anybody who is not towing the line. And there's a lot of problems with that from a philosophy level. Um, when we restrict freedom or privacy, uh, people start to censor what they say, people start to censor what they think, and then we start losing creativity. Um, and really we should always be fostering you know, clear, open communication. And so Bitcoin, can solve that. It's amazing. And we get into that with Ben Swans. Hopefully you listen to that um, episode. And then we learned um, what I call the trifecta of trends. Now, as an investor, we want to invest with the trend, right? We want to, if, if you're swimming, you want to swim downstream, right? Or paddle downstream. If you're running, you want the wind at your back, right? We want to invest with the trend. Now, um, we also want to be contrarian, meaning we want to buy when nobody wants to buy. We have to sell when everybody um, wants to buy. So we have to be contrarian. However, we want to do that along with the trend. And what I like to do is I look to, I like to look for global trends and then the trend within the trend and the trend within the trend and find these smaller trends that have this massive steam. And we really get into um, three levels down in the trifecta of trends with uh, Rahul Sood from Unicorn. And that, we had a great interview. He... You know, he has a really good background where he has been kind of at the cutting edge um, for a long time, including working for Microsoft in his venture in the venture fund and really looking for new companies that are pushing the boundaries. And now with his new company, he's doing the same thing. And he is three levels down. What they're doing is amazing. It's it's cutting edge. And um, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't listened to it already. So I'd, I'd highly recommend that you do that. But um, understand that the trend within the trend within the trend is where you want to be invested. You want the wind at your back. And, and uh, he really shed some insights onto some new trends that are happening and are going are gonna to see massive growth, massive growth over the next decade. And as an investor, that's where you want to be. Now, another part about investing is, you know, 
more important than making money with your investments is protecting your money, not losing it, right? You don't want to lose your money. Losing money is asymmetric. That means if I lose 50% on investment, I have to make back 100% just to get back to even. And we speak with uh, Kiamya Daniel, and she is the investing diva, and she really focuses on risk management. And, and she's she's an investor and a trader across all types of assets, not just cryptocurrencies. However, she did just recently write the book, Cryptocurrency Investing for Dummies, um, and she really breaks it down, makes it super simple. And she really makes a case for why risk management and how you can achieve a risk management while you're trading across all these different markets. And so, so much to learn there. Um, again, right, protecting your money. Warren Buffett says the best way to make money is to never lose money, which sounds kind of uh, obvious, but uh, it's important. And so risk management, practicing risk management, understanding risk management is, is probably the most important thing you should do before you even start investing. You need to understand the risk. Everything has risk and, uh, risk and reward, well, hopefully reward. So that was really good. Hopefully you guys got a hold of that. And then we jumped into an interview that I really enjoyed. We talked to um, Sustany Capital founder, Chris Kamir. And um, he is an, he's got an amazing story, kind of like uh, Kiana, where she has lived in three different countries. Um, actually, a few of our um, guests have as well. Maybe there's a, a theme to that. But um, Chris Kamir is, is from a few, has lived in a few different countries, and he was a, a programmer who became an attorney, and um, he was an early stage internet pioneer and made a ton of money exiting at the top of the internet market before it crashed. And now he's involved into uh, blockchain, but really he's like a technologist and like a futurist. And we had a really good conversation talking about, um, you know, the trends that he's seen spill over from the internet days into the blockchain days, how he's approaching the market today, um, where he sees the opportunities to invest, and then really where it's going. And from like a really big picture, like if you want to zoom out and really look at where this market's going um, so man, that, that was an, that was an exciting conversation. Uh, he's someone I'd love to sit down and talk to for hours and hours more, but I was just trying to pull as much as I could out for you guys. Um, and then we, we spoke to, um, to a crypto fund and this is a crypto fund with, <coughs> excuse me, with huge amounts of money under, under, uh, management. And, um, we, it was, uh, Katya that we spoke with peer to peer capital and, it was, a, it was an awesome conversation because we really dug into how a fund that has a ton of money is, is, is dissecting the market, how they look at different types of the market, how they want to invest in different types of markets. So um, that being like with equity investments or, or liquid um, investments, um, we look, you know, they also do um, like value add investments such as running nodes and things like that staking um, but then also how they break the market down into different asset classes like protocols and privacy and, and so forth and uh, there's a lot of good information that the average investor could learn from someone like catch up who has this experience and works in a big fund and so um, i think that one's really really worthwhile and, and everyone should definitely listen to that and then the last um the last interview that we that we had was with uh, legal uh, a legal expert securities attorney, Mark Boy Boyron, and um, 
Mark is uh, extremely smart. He spends a, I mean, he spends all his time thinking about this, talking about this. He's uh, traveling and speaking all the time. So it's an honor to have him. And we learn from him, you know, really what's going on in the securities landscape. Um, you know, everybody talks about um, the, one of the biggest things holding back this industry is clarity, lack of clarity. And we talked about what that clarity means, how we're going to achieve it, when we're going to achieve it. Uh, we talk about we do, we dove into the kick Ken um, lawsuit to understand how that may affect everything else or provide clarity and guidance to everything else. We learned about um, things that the average in, individual investor should be worried about um, looking at their individual assets, um, how this legal landscape could change um, the, act, the individual assets they may be invested into and maybe even risks that the average individual investor might have for investing into those. Uh, but also zoomed out and looked at, you know, kind of the market as a whole, what these uh, securities and regulations mean for the market, where it's going and so much more. And, um, you know, investing is multidisciplinary and you have to look at it from so many angles uh, going back to like the risk management right you have to understand all the risks and of course legal regulatory risks are a really really big part of that so it was a great conversation with mark and um we're definitely going to do some more of that and so that's it that's what we've learned so far um in eight short guests on the market disruptors podcast we are extracting massive value for you and hopefully you're enjoying that so far we really just want to give you that edge um and hopefully hopefully you enjoy that and what we really really love is help sharing this podcast if you've if you've gained any value from this at all all we ask is please just share it just share it with somebody else help us get the word out um Follow my YouTube channel if you haven't already. I have a lot of different content where I do more presentation style. Um, and uh, and share these podcasts. And if you could just take just two or three minutes to go just uh, rate and review. Just go and click a couple stars um, on iTunes and just leave a quick comment. Uh, that would mean the world to me. Um, your feedback is what keeps me making these podcasts for you. So hopefully you're enjoying that. And that's it. That's it for this week's episode of the Market Disruptors Podcast. To your success, I'm out. Hey, if you like this episode of the Market Disruptors Podcast, please help us take this to the top of the podcast charts. Just please do me a favor and rate, review, and subscribe. Taking 15 seconds to just leave a quick review goes a long way in helping us reach more people and disrupt more markets. I really appreciate you listening, and I'll see you next time on the Market Disruptors Podcast.